Support for this podcast and the following message come from Hulu. With your favorite reality TV shows in one place, Hulu is the home for reality TV's biggest fans. Start your free trial today. Learn more at Hulu.com. Hey, y'all. Sam Sanders here. These days, I feel like I can't make sense of the news until I've talked it out with my friends. So I made a new show where we do that every week. It's called It's Been a Minute. That's my way of saying let's catch up. Find It's Been a Minute now on the NPR One app or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks. Howie Myers Shire's first feature as a writer and director is Home Again, which stars Reese Witherspoon as a freshly separated woman who opens her home to three young filmmakers who need a place to stay. Myers Shire's film lineage goes back decades. Her father is Charles Shire and her mother is Nancy Myers. While they're now divorced, the two worked together for years on films including Private Benjamin, Baby Boom, and the modern remakes of Father of the Bride and Parent Trap. Nancy Myers later became known for comedies like Something's Gotta Give and It's Complicated. And now she's a producer on her daughter's new film. We've got mother and daughter here to talk about their work. Nancy Myers, Hallie Myers Shire, welcome to Pop Culture Happy Hour. Thank Hi. you. Uh, Hallie, what was the first piece of this story that uh, that you established? What was the germ of the idea? The first idea came from Reese Witherspoon's character, Alice, and this sort of time in a woman's life just right post-separation or divorce and kind of wondering what what's next. Did you know from the beginning that you wanted her to be a, a Hollywood kid? I did because, funny enough, that didn't actually come from me. I, I don't know if subconsciously I just, you know, made that happen, but... I had been watching a lot of 70s films as inspiration for this movie. I was trying to find a way to put that in the story, and I couldn't really figure out how it could become a part of the story. So I decided to make Alice's father a 70s filmmaker. And then I realized that that sort of reflected some things in my life as well. Yeah. Well, it also gave you the opportunity to use a lot of fantastic pictures of Candace Bergen. Yeah, and I've actually noticed that many people don't actually realize that those are photos of Candace Bergen. Oh, really? Yeah. I must be old. Um, (laughs) Or smart. Uh, I feel like even if you two were not related, this would seem like it carries the influence of Nancy Meyers movies. How do you feel about having people comment on that influence? I mean, it's obvious because she's a producer on on the film. But um, is there any part of you that was tempted to go out and make, you know, sci-fi, something completely different? No, not at all. I don't. Those aren't the movies that I love. And so they weren't going to be the movies that I write. I feel very good about the comparison. I mean, I think, you know, when you read a review of any romantic comedy, they often mention my mom because she is a household name in terms of romantic comedies in a very positive way. And she's a female filmmaker. So obviously the comparisons are probably because I'm her daughter, mostly. But I also think that it's just she's synonymous with the genre and um, it's been a positive influence. You could always feel the producer in the film when they are also a filmmaker, in my opinion. You know, you can kind of feel some Jim Brooks and Jerry Maguire. You just that's that's the name of the game, I think. Yeah. I can't imagine that you would have entered into this project if you didn't have a, a great relationship and if you didn't enjoy working together. But was there anything that you had to talk about in advance in terms of how to have ground rules so that this would work well for you? Well, I made her call me Ms. Myers. <laughs> um, no, we never had that conversation. And we didn't know if we would work well together because we're a mother and a daughter. And so We hadn't worked together. Well, it's not true. Hallie wrote a script a few years ago that I thought was spectacular. 
and she asked me to direct it. And I was really seriously considering it, and we tried. Um, it, it didn't move forward, but I liked that experience, and I love her writing. I've always loved her writing. She's an excellent writer, and I knew this from middle school on. And so I was really happy to, to be connected with this and to help her, you know? What kinds of concerns did you have about working together, either one of you? I had no concerns about it. <laughs> I just knew I really wanted her to produce this movie. It just really felt right for us. I don't think either of us fully knew what we were getting I into. I was a little naive about what yeah. the experience would be, but not so much because of Hallie, but because I've made studio movies with much larger budgets, and this is an indie with a much smaller budget. That was really the surprise element for me. It was a joy to be able to watch her as a director and also to to help her. You know, I think that's a it's a great feeling to be able to share with your your offspring things that have taken you decades and decades to learn. We can make a lot of shortcuts on this movie because of that. Yeah. Can you give me an example of something that you feel like you were able to pass on to her? Oh my gosh, there were so many. But so you know, many. some of it's about logistics of movie making. There's a lot of people on a set there to help you and a lot of people there to do their job. And you have to do your job. And your job is to tell the story the way you see it in the day you have to do it in. And when somebody's standing over you, staring at their watch, purposely staring at it so you they know you'll see them, you kind of <laughs> have to not let that interfere. Yeah. You have to be they position themselves yeah, they, in your rear view. Yeah. You have to be mindful of your days and your budget, but you also know this is your one day to get this one scene. You know, yeah. I, I tried to help Hal stay focused on that, and I pulled those people away. I want to talk a little bit about the fact that you made it as an independent movie, because I think for a long time when people heard the expression independent film, they thought about things that were really, you know, odd or niche or whatever. And as you say, a lot of the films similar to this in the past have been big studio films. Um, what changed that made it make sense to make this make an, to make this as an independent film? Well, I'm a first-time director. You know, I think that that is more welcomed in the indie space than it is in the studio world. And the genre is not a popular genre at the studios right now. It is more of an indie genre. I didn't even think of taking this to a studio because I thought, you know, it, it seemed like an independent film to me. You mentioned that this is not an incredibly popular genre at studios. It seems like there are a bunch of genres that kind of when I was younger were popular in studios, whether it's sports movies or family movies or, you know, comedies. Or wonderful dramas. Wonderful, wonderful dramas, dramas without action. Exactly. Yeah. And no and, thriller element. Like right. really interesting. I was watching the, what was that Paul Newman movie? It was so great. The Verdict. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, man, that movie's just not ever getting made again. No, it seems like, and this is something that I think Linda Obst has written about, that kind of the middle fell out so that you have either little tiny movies or, you know, made on very, very small, almost like micro budgets, or you have gigantic blockbusters. And it seems like that middle has has kind of become difficult. Do you think that making those kinds of movies as independent films is the way forward for those kinds of projects? I mean, thank God for the indie world, you know, because that's where so many of the great character-driven stories are. But I do think, you know, if you build it, they will come. And if you have an audience, then maybe you can get through to the studio system and, and try and, and make, you know, not that it's better to make a movie there, but sometimes more time to make your film is helpful. Yeah, more more money sure. and more time, you know, helps you on a set. It but does. that's why Netflix and Amazon are so great, because they're willing to make... A filmmaker of films. 
Yeah. Are you both or either of you interested in Amazon and Netflix as places to go? I'm interested in them as an audience viewer. I really feel I'm kind of done. Yeah. To be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly do. I feel that sort of like I've sort of come to the end of something. But if I were starting out, if I was Hallie, for sure, for sure, I would go there. Because it's very hard to compete. Like we're coming out against it, a Warner Brothers horror film. Mm -hmm. They just have such a larger scale promotion of their film than we can afford. You look at the numbers every day and you see, wow, you see how many people are aware of that movie compared to our movie. But on the drive here, I saw a poster for it and a radio ad for it. (laughs) Yeah. So you see, studios want to make big, giant movies that get your attention away from your smartphone and away from your TV. We are a human movie that's a comedy that's an original kind of, how calls it a modern romantic comedy, which it is. It's harder to get noticed. Yeah. We are going to take a quick break, and we'll be back for more with Nancy Myers and Hallie Myers Shire. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Hulu. With the largest streaming library full of your favorite reality TV shows, Hulu is the home for reality TV's biggest fans. Catch all the drama, all the tears, all the heartbreak, all the competition. Because Hulu has your reality TV. Start your free trial today. Learn more at Hulu.com. Welcome back to Pop Culture Happy Hour. One of the things that strikes me about about the movies that both of you have made is that you use homes as settings in the same way that maybe somebody who makes a sci-fi movie uses a spaceship as a setting or somebody is using a desert as a setting. That's right. How do you make a home specific enough when sort of everyone has one, right? Everyone has a house, everyone has a living room. How do you make a home a setting that works specifically for a film? Why have you done that? <laughs> well, because, I know why I did it, but I what do you do? Because I write movies about people and relationships and mostly those things happen in your bedroom, in your kitchen, your living room, in your hallway, in your bathroom. This is where you talk to people mostly. You can only write it's so intimate. M- you can only write so many scenes in a restaurant. You know, you can't write everybody talking on a computer or on a phone. So, yes, your home is is where your personal life is. And if you're going to write an authentic movie about what somebody's really like, your home's the place. So when you meet with production designers and and, and set dressers and people that are going to, set decorators, sorry, who are going to help you design the house, you just have to get into the mindset of your character and say, like, I remember in Something's Got to Give, I very much wanted her desk in her bedroom because romance was no longer a part of her life. So I wanted her to work in her bedroom. That was really, really important to me. And I remember, like, and it's complicated with Meryl. She's designing a house, and she only wants one sink in her bathroom. And I know Steve Martin has this line where he says to her, you don't think maybe one day you'll want two sinks? You know. So it's a reflection of the characters. In Hallie's movie, you can speak to this, Hal, but she wanted a lot of pink because this was a newly separated woman who wanted to feel like herself again. Yeah, feminine environment. I wanted a lot of pink in this house because I thought it was her first house without a man. And, you know, I think it was almost like bold, you know, like I am a a woman having a home and I'm going to make it very pink and my two daughters (laughs) are going to live here. And I also thought it would be funny to put these three millennial men in this sort of pink house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I want to ask you both kind of what you're thinking as this movie is opening. Hallie, where is your anxiety excitement Where's that needle for you? (laughs) Well, it keeps going back and forth. Um, It's very exciting to have made a movie, to have have the opportunity to have made a film, especially with Reese. You know, that's bucket list territory right there. So, 
it's amazing, but you know, it's not without nerves to expose yourself in that way and hope that audiences will respond to it. It is an anxious process for sure. What do you think it is about Reese Witherspoon that makes her so popular in movies like this? Is it anything other than, I mean, obviously, you know, good actor is always the beginning of it, right? Yeah. Is there something else or is it just that? There is something else. I think it's, she's so endearing and likable and she can make any word relatable. You know, she can really say anything and and you are with her. I just think she has a very likable quality about her and she's vulnerable and she's a very good comedian. And she's very comfortable in front of the camera. I've noticed some actors through the years aren't. And it comes through in their performance because they, they sort of shy away from eye contact with the other actors and they're they're not at peace totally. This woman is so comfortable in front of the camera. She knows she, her instrument is so finely tuned and she's um, so open to direction and she's she's fragile and she's strong and she does have that comedy gene that just is so rare to find. And she's beyond adorable to look at. <laughs> she's so cute. You she know, is. I mean her face you just fall into it. She's a beauty. Nancy, for you, where does this, where does the release of a movie that is Hallie's movie that you're a producer on, how does that compare to a movie coming out that you had written and directed yourself? I'm equally anxious. <laughs> the excitement that Hal is experiencing of her first time, I try not to, to put a damper on that too much, but I do, I do worry as somebody who knows that the shelf life of a movie is very short. And before it's even released, they're showing you, uh, getting your approval on the DVD cover, you know. I remember when I made my first movie back in 1980, we played in the theaters. We came out, it was Private Benjamin, we came out in October. And if you wanted to see that movie in in March, it was still playing. Now, the, you know, you, the lifespan is very short. If you don't perform opening weekend, that's it. I'm so, so aware now of the pressure of the opening weekend. I find it nerve-wracking. But Hallie's sitting in front of me, so let me just cover the other part. I'm super excited. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Well, I appreciate this so much. Hallie Meyer-Shire is the uh, director and writer of Home Again with Reese Witherspoon. And Nancy Myers is a producer on the film and, as we said, has done many other films that you have probably seen. And Home Again is in theaters now. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you.